one thing that we'll see some of them say is that they can significantly boost your rank in a matter of a few weeks. Yeah. So that's just not possible, is it? No. And I get people reaching out to me all the time because I have a website that they'll do it for me. So I laugh because the only way you can do that is if you do paid things. Paid will get you quickly to the top, right? This is not paid. This is all organic. If you think about anything organic, it takes a really long time. Think you hate marketing? Think again. I'm Kelly and welcome to the Marketing Chat Podcast, where I help you get moving with your marketing with way less stress and way more fun. With over a decade of experience in her industry, Stephanie Long founded Stephanie Marie Marketing as she saw a huge need for SEO services. This laser focus enables her business to provide the highest level of service and the most impactful results specific to the needs of each individual client. In her career, Stephanie has led successful campaigns in numerous industries, including but not limited to health and wellness, SaaS, e-commerce, food and beverage, travel, and entertainment. Stephanie holds a master's degree in communication and a BA in communication, both from the University of Washington. Welcome, Stephanie. I'm so happy to have you here today. I'm happy to be here. Thank you. I love talking SEO. Absolutely. And me too. Okay, great. Before we really get started, Mm-hmm. Let's give a quick definition of search engine optimization Optimization, so that we're all speaking the same language, because most people know what SEO stands for, but they don't really know what it means. Sure. So when you Google something, uh, or if you use Bing, um, when you type in whatever term you're using, it's those search results that come up right? So you always want to be above the fold. Um, That's what every search engine optimization specialist strives for. So above the fold means you don't have to scroll down. So um, that's a basic overview of SEO. So it's all those search results that you see that are not ads. That's a separate conversation, but they are the organic ones that do not have an ad um, little tag in front of it. True. And ideally be on page one. I mean, you said above the fold, but above the fold, I mean, that's ultimate goal, but you definitely page one is, is great too. Um, A lot of people just don't like to scroll. So you, there's a huge demographic that you're missing if you're below the fold. Yeah. So it's not terrible to be on page one, um, but that's always (laughs) what we strive for. Right. So I've said in some other episodes that I buck the trend in that I purposely scroll several pages deep because I know that there are some excellent websites, excellent content deep into Google. That okay, so to that point, I as well do that. So yeah. we yeah. are not the norm. No, <laughs> I do know that as well. So yeah. I will go on to page five and six sometimes if I. Me too. Like purposely looking yeah. for other results. And I recommend that my listeners do that yeah. too. Yes, for because sure. Because if enough of us do, I mean, first of all, because there is excellent content deep into Google that yeah. just hasn't been found yet because we're not going deep into Google. And cl- I mean, five, six pages isn't even that deep. Shoot, you know? And yeah. the more of us who do go several pages in and click, you know, if, if enough of us do that, we'll right. help those pages get to page one, 
two, exactly. you know, but exactly. ideally page one. Exactly. Know. But to that point, you just got to remember that the majority of people no. assume that if it's on page one, they're the best results. Right. Again, that's not always the case, right. but you want to be on page one because of that. Yeah. Because that algorithm, I mean, if we can talk a minute about how that yeah, algorithm sure. works, mm-hmm. is the more clicks a page gets, the more favorably Google looks at it, right? Exactly. And the more people not not just go in, but actually read through, like right. spend time on it, that as well does. Um, yeah. That's another topic to talk about. If you go in and then bounce right out, that can look negatively on a page. But yeah, if you go in and you read it and that definitely helps them yeah. as well. So, so that's good to do. Yeah. So being on page one is just positive reinforcement to keep a site or a page on page one. Exactly. Because people are doing what we just talked about. Right. They're going in and reading and researching and that's what's keeping them there. Yeah. And they have high domain authority. I know we're going to talk about that too, but that also rolls into why they're ranking well as well. Yeah. So let's talk about that. What is domain authority? Yeah. So, um, and we'll probably talk about tools, maybe later my favorite Mm -hmm. tools, but I like to use Moz. Moz is known for their really good domain authority tracking. So what it is, it's your website ranks on a scale from zero to a hundred, zero obviously being the worst. So what it means is the higher domain authority you have, the more likely you are to rank on page one. So, and there's a lot of factors that go into that, um, but that's what domain authority means. So a website that's been around for 30 years, let's say, they're going to have a high domain authority because they've been around a really long time. So if you're a newer website, you're going to have a lower domain because you're Mm -hmm. just getting started to build all your links. So don't get discouraged, but that's usually where it lands, like Mm -hmm. how long you've been around as well. And how much content, how much good content you've got. So if you have a five, seven page website, your Mm -hmm. domain authority is never going to get up there if you're not creating content. But if you've got a blog, podcast, or a video blog, Mm -hmm. and you're creating content weekly, then over time, your domain authority is going to rise. Exactly. And video is becoming really important for Google and social media. So I always try and do one video a week, and I always blog once a week to keep your content going. If you can do it more, that's great. But I try and always do it once a week. Mm -hmm. And we should not have 100 or even the 90s as a goal. No, not at all. I mean, who's up there? Who's up there in the 90s? I mean, that'd be like CBS News, Mm -hmm. right? Something like that. Yeah. Nike, Amazon, Facebook. Mm -hmm. We're not, we're not getting there. Fifties is amazing. Yeah. I, so a lot of my clients are in the thirties and that is totally fine. Absolutely. That is completely fine. Yeah. You can have an amazingly successful business Mm -hmm. even in the teens and twenties. Yeah. So I wouldn't super focus on that, but no, 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 no. Let's go higher. But, but yeah, that is something that, you know, SEO experts will talk to you about, but yeah, um, it's only one. It's a, I would say it's a tiny, tiny factor in the big pie. Yeah. What you should be doing. Yeah. Absolutely. It's good to know. Yes. Yeah. Don't focus on that number. That's not the definition of success. And when you use those tools like Moz and others, you know, that show domain authority, because you can look up other websites of domain authority. Yes, you can. And you'll see that next to it, 
their website traffic per month. And it can vary wildly mm-hmm. for domain authorities that are in the same range. Right. Exactly. And you know, every business has their ebbs and flows, so it'll go up and down. It's just yeah. like SEO goes up and down. So it's not something to focus on. Yeah. But Very you, true. You can for sure see anyone's domain authority, just FYI. So you can see where you're tracking against other people, yeah. your competitors. Um, like you mentioned, see Amazon, Nike, mm-hmm. what have you. So you can see where all those are. Yeah. Yeah. And I like to use Moz, but again, there's other mm-hmm. tools out there. Totally. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you mentioned uh, SEO service providers. Mm-hmm. And one thing that we'll see some of them say is that they can significantly boost your rank in a matter of a few weeks. Yeah. So that's just not possible, is it? No. And I get people reaching out to me all the time because I have a website that they'll do it for me. So I laugh because the only way you can do that is if you do paid things. Paid will get you quickly to the top, right? This is not paid. This is all organic. If you think about anything organic, it takes a really long time. Mm-hmm. So somebody saying that, they, they're lying. They, right. they, that's just not the truth. I mean, I have a rule of thumb. About two to three months it takes to see ranking for keywords mm-hmm. because you're building this again organically, writing the content around it, having maybe guest posts around it, going on podcasts like this, mm-hmm. you know, backlinks, internal links. There's a lot that goes into organically ranking. And mm-hmm. so anyone that says that they, I don't think are an expert because that's not, they will be doing some things that are maybe black hat SEO. I can talk about that if you like, but they're doing some things that could actually harm your website. Right. Yeah. So and I and even the, even the two to three months means you're creating a lot of content. Exactly. So yeah. I put my clients up with a lot of content, right? Mm-hmm. Like I make sure they have this is my plan for you. So if you, you need to be able to help me help you. So if you can assist me in writing content, you'll better yourself in the search engines. Absolutely. It's the example I give over and over. So if you've listened to my podcast before on content creation, then y'all listeners have heard this before, but if you create content like once a month, that's 12 ways for Google to find you at the end of one year, twice a month, 24 ways, weekly, 52 ways at the end of one year. So if you create more content than just once a week, then yeah. that's even more ways for Google to find you. Yep. So, you know, when you're talking about like just starting out and you want Google to, you know, you want to rise in the ranks in a matter of a few months, mm-hmm. just starting out, you know, like eight weeks later, that's only eight pieces of content plus your five to seven page website. So, you know, you've really got to create way more content or be patient. I'm going to say, and, you know, I shouldn't say, or, and be. Yeah. I mean, and be patient is part yeah. of it. Um, yeah. I'll, I'll say this and you probably say this too, but content is king and you can't write, but make sure it's good content. Absolutely. Make sure it relates to your user intent, like user search intent. You can figure out how users are searching. Um, make sure it relates to what your users want. And you'll yeah. see that too, in any analytics you have set up, mm-hmm. like Google analytics is free. You'll see if there's a lot of bounces, then maybe yeah. you don't want to write on that content or 
the ones that have good click through and spend time on pages, will you want to write more about that? Mm -hmm. Like rip off of that and find other content pieces you can. So mm -hmm. um, keep one writing. really simple way to figure out what your audience is wanting, you know, to read or mm -hmm. listen to or whatever is by typing your main keywords, long tail keywords into Google and scrolling down to the bottom and look at related search terms. Mm -hmm. There are tools that, that let's talk about that sure. can help you even more than that. So how else can you find out what your audience wants to learn more about? So I love Uber suggest. Mm -hmm. um, I use that a lot um, along with though. I do want to say, I think Google is really powerful. Like you mentioned, typing in your long tail keywords. It also gives questions people are asking right underneath. Yes. Yes. So I like to tell my clients and myself, write about that. That is actually what people are typing in to find. And Google is telling you this. So you're literally yeah. served up right in front of you. So I love Uber suggest. It's great too. But honestly, this, I, I feel like you can't get any better honed in details about what your clients or customers are searching for. Mm -hmm. Um, but again, Uber Suggest is great though, too, because you can take these, let's say you take these questions and they can give you several different ideas under these questions to write. So you can take this. And then I like to put into Uber Suggest and see what other things they offer up that people are searching for. Um, Uber Suggest is a cheaper tool. They do offer a free seven day trial, but mm -hmm. um, it's one of the cheaper ones around. So it, yeah. it's not super expensive. Mm -hmm. But um, not you, really yeah. less powerful. No, not at all. It's amazing. Not yeah. at all. Yeah. And um, the guy that, you know, runs it, Neil Patel, he's got mm -hmm. a great blog, keeps you up to date on everything marketing. Um, so it's, it's yeah. a great resource too, as well. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He built something that he uses and yep. he saw a need for and, you know, that he wanted to use and you're right. And then he also recently bought Answer the Public, which I really oh, like as well. Mm -hmm. um, so it's also, you ask, you, you you have it's really powerful so you only should type in one to two words mm. because it doesn't it can't really help you beyond that but it takes those one to two words and it also finds what customers are searching for with those one to two words wow. um it's expensive but i like to do the two free searches a day mm. so you can do two free searches a day that's great i get that as well yeah there's a lot of, so there's a lot of helpful great free tools you know you hear free and it's not as good but these right. are some really good ones yeah. Um, that are yeah. there. For and especially and just going right into Google because yep. you're right. Google is telling you, it's giving you yeah. the exact search terms that, that people are typing in. Exactly. So you can't go wrong, right. To mm -hmm. write around those questions. Yes. Um, so that's my biggest advice is to yeah. definitely try and start with those. Mm -hmm. And over time, you will write about variations of those same topics because, mm -hmm. you know, when you're creating content for years, it's not that you will write about that topic only once and never come back to it. You'll write variations, you'll break it down into smaller, more succinct topics, and you can still use those keywords, just your titles are going to be a little bit different. Am I right? right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Or, and go back and look at past ones too. You can maybe refresh them, um, add some more internal links. Another thing to do is take this content and maybe do a white paper, some sort mm -hmm. of way you can capture leads 
Yeah. So there's several things you can do with your content. Very true. Mm-hmm. So what like, are some of, oh, sorry, go on, please. I was just going to say like lead gen. Yeah, you can definitely get lead gen out of this. Um, and so how would, how would people do that? Well, so one of my clients, um, they do AI for social media. So you can imagine there's not a ton of topics to write about. So right. we have to get creative and write several different pieces. Like you mentioned, change titles, like find different content. What I So what I tell them is I have them take let's say we have 20 blogs on AI for social media, different variations, right? Mm -hmm. So I have them take the best paragraphs out of each one and they've created, well, I do that for them, but then Mm -hmm. they go and create the white paper. And so they now have used that as a lead gen tool for -hmm. people to read the best topics out of each one of those blogs. So there's a recommendation. That's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you're essentially creating then a lead magnet yeah. for them out yes. of this content that they've already created. Exactly. So you, you don't need to go rewrite something mm-hmm. for a white paper. You have it there. You have the analytics. So mm-hmm. use that repurpose your content, the good content. Yeah. That's perfect. For that. mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause people get stuck on what am I going to write? What lead magnet am I going to create? They f- get stuck and feel out of ideas for a while and it, it is a lot of creation to go through. Right, exactly. So don't reinvent the wheel. Use what mm-hmm. you have and yeah. then put it all together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So what are some of the top mistakes you see people making with their SEO? Yeah, so it kind of goes back to the point where you want to make sure you're giving the content that your customers want. So people write about things that aren't related to any topic. They are picking the wrong keywords. So, you know, if you're a car dealership, but you want to write about, I don't know, mortgage rates, that obviously would not go together. But you know how many times people do that? They write the wrong things that people are not looking for. And then they, so that's also like clickbait, right? Like, so let's say you're a car dealership, but you want to talk about mortgage rates because it's really popular right now. So you write about it right? It's in the search, the organic search. It shows mortgage rates. They click on it. It's not what it's about. So they bounce out. Yeah. So there's a bounce. And if you get so many bounces, Google's going to see this mm-hmm. and demote in quotes, demote your website down to those five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 mm. pages where no one yeah. goes, but that's clickbait too. And you got to stay away from that as mm. well. So a lot of people do that clickbait. Wow. So watch that. That's really bad. Yeah. No, that's that's not good because you're right. You do get demoted. Uh, Google dings you for things like that. Right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so another good thing is, or that people don't do is um, they don't have backlinks. So, mm-hmm. and internal links. So I'll talk about both. So backlinks are like, for instance, an easy example is you're going to post this podcast. I'm going to also post it to my website mm-hmm. for your link. So you've got a backlink because I've posted, you're going to post. So I have a backlink. So they're linking websites. Very important. And then internal linking is you write a blog post. And if you have related resources, you link internally. So I recommend maybe one to two internal links. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's best. And if you can get at least one backlink for each post, that's great too. And you may ask, well, how do you do that? I'll just ask. Yeah. Just ask sometimes. Right. But get guest posts, go on podcasts, do different things that can help you. Yeah. 
rank. Absolutely. So that's another important thing. And if you can't get backlinks, at least do internal linking mm-hmm. um, because that's really important too. And internal linking keeps people on your website. Mm-hmm. So they read a post and they say, oh, you click on something. Here's more information here. Then they stay. And that's, again, great for people staying on the page. Right. Because otherwise, when they're finished reading one post, listening to one podcast on your website, watching one video, then they're like, what do I do next? Mm -hmm. They can go back to the home page of the, the, the blog, you know, the main blog page, but then they're just scrolling, scrolling. No, that's not what they want to do. You need to direct them and tell them exactly what you want them to do next. Exactly. I was just going to say that. Mm-hmm. Act like they're kindergartners. I mean, yeah. I ultimately like to think you have to tell them, you have to tell kindergartners exactly what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. Just like you mentioned, you mm-hmm. have to take them there. Yeah. Um, you know, throughout, like, throughout your website. Yeah. Breadcrumbs, like let them know mm-hmm. <laughs> where you want them to go. Yeah. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, I think people are looking for that. Like when I read a blog post Mm -hmm. on whatever topic I looked up, I love when they have links to other posts that are Mm -hmm. related to that. We're not, you know, random posts, but if it's related, Hey, for more information on this, you know, subtopic or more detailed information on this, go here. I'm like, Oh, wow. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That is so helpful. And especially when there are a few links on, I mean, you don't want too many links, right. but if it's a broad topic and then they offer me several up, you know, okay, two or three to the more detailed information, like, oh, this is amazing. This really helps. And another good thing too, is one of the links on your page can be a keyword you want to target. Mm. So let's say content creation experts let's say that's a keyword you want to target and then you can link to your services page or something like that. Mm. So also linking a keyword out can help you as well. Um, internally. So that's another thing to do. Um, along those lines, keyword stuffing is things people love to do. <sighs> um, and they think it's what you should do. So mm. I'll just use content creation experts. You should only use that two to three times if that's your main keyword um, mm. for that page. Don't use it more than that. Some people like to keep writing it all throughout, and then it's not going to sound natural. A a good rule of thumb is don't write for search engines, write Mm -hmm. for humans. So how is a human going to keep reading something that has this maybe 20 times throughout the post? Because you think that's going to help. Right. And that's part of Black Hat SEO, which Google is smart. Google's Mm -hmm. super smart. It will know that you've done this, and it knows it's keyword stuffing. Um, so stay away from that. (laughs) Absolutely. And there are some posts or some topics where you can't avoid the keyword. So when I create the transcript for this episode, you're going to see SEO and search engine optimization throughout it because we can't help it. You know, even though it's a, it's a keyword, I mean, SEO is, you know, teeny tiny search engine optimization is a longer one, but we can't get away from saying it because that's the topic. Mm-hmm. But some of them are so obvious that, right, it becomes keyword stuffing and you're going to get dinged for that. Yeah, exactly. And also make sure every page has a different keyword. Some people also think that they should use the same keyword for every page. And that's yeah. not good because then Google won't know what page actually is the content creation experts, mm-hmm. but then it won't know which to rank. So you're competing with all 
your pages. That's true. Ultimately. So you need to make sure each page has a mm, new keyword. That makes sense. That's yeah. great. And that it's fully optimized. Yeah. All right. So you mentioned then that as one of the black hat things that some uh, agencies will do or some SEO quote experts will do. Mm-hmm. So, so what are some others? Or let me ask, let me rephrase that. What are some things we should watch out for when hiring someone to do our SEO? Yeah. So another thing they will say is they can put your keyword a bunch of times in code. So in the mm-hmm. back end code, mm-hmm. um, bad, super bad. That's again, like keyword stuffing, but you're ultimately, unless you know what to look for as an SEO expert, like I can go in and look at code. People won't know what to look for, but Google knows. Google mm-hmm. knows you did that. So again, if they're like, we can put your keyword everywhere. We can put it in invisible text. So putting white on white, mm-hmm. like white text on white background, that's mm-hmm. again, keyword stuffing. Uh-huh. So watch for that. Um, but I think the biggest thing is, is like we've talked about earlier, if they're like within a week, we've got you yeah. and you'll rank for all these keywords. Mm. So I would watch how, what is their process? How do they, what, how is this in a week? Mm-hmm. You know, really question them. Um, but I would ultimately, that's the first red flag and I would not continue on interviewing that person. Yeah. That definitely feedback on that. Yeah. Sounds like a big red flag. We just, Mm -hmm. we have to be patient. And if you want to speed things up buy ads, but still do it above the board, Exactly. you you have to do it with integrity. Exactly. Ads will speed that up, but like you mentioned, do it in a, in a, the right way. Mm -hmm. And I am one of the last people that has patience. So if I can work in the SEO field and have no patience, you can do it too. (laughs) I hear you. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I promise. Okay. So any other tips to optimize your SEO or to boost your Google rank? You already covered a bunch. Yeah. um, Just if you use WordPress, make sure you get the Yoast SEO plugin. It walks you through everything you should do. You don't need to buy. There's a paid version. You don't need to buy the paid version. Keep with the... um, free version. And it gives mm-hmm. you the, the, um, traffic lights. So red's really bad. It's orange or yellow. I can't remember is okay. And then green is it's optimized. Mm-hmm. So that is, you can't go wrong with that. It'll tell you if your page is optimized and where you need to fix it. If it's not, it gives mm-hmm. you why it's not maybe green. Yeah. So, um, and then I have e-commerce clients, they use, uh, Shopify. Mm-hmm. So there's also a SEO plugin there. Um, it's not as great as Yoast, but it will tell you what you need to do to optimize mm-hmm. it. So make sure you have whatever platform you're using that plugin. Mm-hmm. So make sure you get that. Very Yoast important. is great. Yeah. Uh-huh. When I was on WordPress for years, that's what I use. It's fabulous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yoast is also a really great blog to read too. If you have any mm-hmm. questions about SEO, I really love it as well. Awesome. Um, but I think that's the most important thing to do when you start your website, or if you're listening to this and haven't done anything for SEO, it's the most important thing to go do right now is put your plugin in um, to start optimizing. That's great. Yeah. And then and- use free tools. Like there's Google um, keyword planner. That's free. Mm-hmm. You can find keywords there and see what people are searching for too. So use your free tools. Yeah. Yeah. So many out there. It's mm-hmm. really great. 
Yeah. And what about if you're using Squarespace, which is what I use? Okay. You, yeah. There aren't plugins for There's SEO. not. And that's actually why I did an e-commerce website for myself. And I was initially on Squarespace. It wasn't cohesive for e-commerce. So I moved to Shopify. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a great one. There was one for each page. It was not a plugin. It was just there. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, it's not going to tell you if it's good or bad. But right. I mean, I can give you a rule of thumb. The title should be at least 60 characters. So 50 mm-hmm. to 60. Your meta description should be about 145 to 160. And you can Google all this. So if you have the dimensions or dimensions like word count, each mm-hmm. one should be, you can optimize it too. Um, right. It's just not the best, but you can. Um, That's great. Yeah. And Squarespace's SEO settings are really easy to follow. Yes. They mm-hmm. make they make it easy and they do have some instructions on optimizing. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're just like you said, isn't uh, a beautiful plugin like like Yoast or right. not even a plugin, but it would be nice one day if, right. if just Squarespace just built in something with the red, yellow, green yes, exactly. indicators. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That would be cool. Exactly. So nothing right. wrong with it. It just, I, I needed to move to for e-commerce. Yeah. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Anything I didn't ask you that you want to add on to this, that listeners would really benefit from knowing. Let's see. Um, I think I really want to touch on video right now. Oh yes. uh, I, I did say it a little bit, but I, I actually want to go into a little bit more detail about that. So video is just really becoming big. So if you can, you know, we talked about blogs, what I actually would recommend and I want to move to myself is have the blog actually a video and then the transcript below. Mm -hmm. So you're still getting your SEO, but actually you're capturing somebody with, and do it like quickly, like maybe less than a minute, but you can write the whole blog underneath, but Mm -hmm. just give like a brief overview of your topic. So that would be the main, you know, header you would see in that blog post and then just underneath um, would be the transcript like more in detail about the blog and then on top of that I would actually add it's very important the read time on that blog because let's say you have a really let's say your videos one minute like I mentioned but your actual blog maybe is 10 minutes well maybe people don't have time for 10 minutes so instead of having them come on and bounce off you can they can see this so put reading times on there very oh, that's great. So how would you estimate the read time? You just read it yourself and time it? No, oh. there's a plugin. Wow. There is a math. I saw this. I can maybe send you the link, but there is a math equation you can do based off of how many keywords you have and divide it by a certain amount. There is a math wow. you can do, but I have a plugin that does that. Okay. And I think it's great. So cool. put estimated reading times. If okay. you want to, even on your pages, but specifically on your blog pages, okay. I know myself, I'm always in a hurry. So I'd like to consume things that are under five minutes. Yeah. So if something's longer, I generally don't want to read it. Yeah. Um, that makes so sense. That's, that's big too. Okay. I think that's so, two, a, my two takeaways. Do video, okay. do a lot more video and put estimated reading times on there. It's becoming more important. Okay. Well, and then if you're on Squarespace, like I am, you would have to figure out the estimated ring read time some other yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Since, you can't figure that out. Like I said, there's a math yeah. problem for okay. it. But... Great. And then I just cool. put it at the top for sure. Yeah. Okay. Great idea. Mm-hmm. I have not done that, but I also haven't written a blog in a while. 
<laughs> doing two podcasts a week. Okay. So how can listeners find you to learn more and work with you? Yes. Yeah, so you can go to my website, stephaniemarinemarketing.com. You can book a 30-minute free consultation with me. Just mention you heard me on this podcast and I will answer any of your questions. I'll look at your website, whatever you want to do with me in 30 minutes. I am, will do that for free for you for listening to this podcast. Um, and you can follow my social media. I have it at SMM SEO agency. That's my Instagram handle. And uh, yeah, just you can follow awesome. me there. Fabulous. Well, I will share all those links in the show notes and on this episode's page on my website. Great. Thank you. Really appreciate you being here today. This was fabulous. Gave so much helpful information and y'all need to start implementing to improve your SEO and have patience. Yes, have patience. <laughs> Absolutely. 